she not have the mics on that entire time? Everyone's mic on was on except for you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, let's just start again and we'll cut this out. <laughs> That's unfortunate. Well, I don't remember what I said at the intro, so hi, everyone. Um, you we, can hear me now. Everyone we, else heard me. We have a full group this week. <laughs> Shout out to the NOMA for getting me back on the road. Bloop, bad, sorry. Now everyone's caught up. Um, <laughs> so to once again start the recap, where we left off last time on Dungeons and Airwaves, our party had just made their way across the thick and sometimes thin ice of uh, the unnamed lake into the belly of the deep and old ruins where they were able to successfully uh, recover one of the artifacts that Sir Oram was interested in. After discovering it, they realized that something was happening in the temple and as the island and the temple began to collapse around them, Kodak spotted Sir Oram appear behind them and then all three of them were instantly teleported. <laughs> And that's where we'll pick up, and I'm going to need Kodak to make a constitution saving throw. Oh boy, let's see how this goes. <laughs> so, that was a 15. Congratulations, you made the DC. So, as you all appear out of nowhere, you feel like you've been effectively pushed through a very narrow space at a frighteningly large speed. Ooh. And you stumble a little bit and Kodak, you fall to your knees clutching as your arm, the one with the tattoo, is suddenly lit up with pain and magical energy. And as you watch, it begins to throb and pulse with power as spectral claws protrude from your hand. Kodak just kind of looks down at it, sees, just looking for any changes in the tattoo itself, They're just giving off a faint glow. Oh, that is fascinating. It's glowing ever so slightly, but as you watch, it recedes and disappears. Well, that was strange, <laughs> even by our standards. But this is actually the magic item I forgot to give you last time. Uh, it is the Eldritch Claw Tattoo from Tasha's Cauldron of Everything. However, I have uh, upgraded it just a little, so instead of the plus one, it gives you a plus two. Ooh, that sounds fantastic. Because Thank you very everyone much. else got very rare items, and it didn't feel fair otherwise. We have a fair DM. Sometimes. Yes. A merciful god, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> a surprise, to be sure, but a welcome one. But yeah, you are in the middle of a room and as your eyes adjust from suddenly being in bright white snowy landscape to a dimly lit interior you begin to realize you are in the middle of a library or study standing in a teleportation circle so it's not the same place that we were in when we met Sororum? no okay can we see Sororum? uh do you look around yes yeah he's he's there behind you um as you guys were sort of orienting yourselves, he'd just gone over, started closing up some books on his desk. Your timing, sir, is impeccable. I do try my best. Much obliged. I believe you will have something for me. Quite. I can't remember which one of us had it, though. I think it was Katya. 
Oh, I thought you did. Do I? Oh, shit. I will... Leo, I believe you have it. Oh, here it is. And I pull it out of my bag. Wonderful. (laughs) And he takes it from you and just holds it up, looks it over and tucks it into his jacket. You believe we are old something? You are, yes. Um, And for your very quick service, I have a bonus. And he walks over to his desk, opens some of the drawers and pulls out what looks like a honestly not great backpack. Um, It seems to be fraying a little bit. There's patches on it. Um, Lanette, roll me a arcana check. Okay, so uh, I think I've got. I have an uncounted bonus, I believe. <laughs> you do indeed. It is a plus four. Plus four. That's handy because that would then make it a sixteen. Cool. This is a. Let me check to make sure I'm giving you the right one. <laughs> <laughs> Accidentally gives us a TARDIS. Ooh. No. <laughs> Be neat. No, there's no mind flayers in this campaign. Yeah. What? Don't worry. <laughs> so yeah. uh, it is a bag of holding. Oh, it is a TARDIS. <laughs> yeah, but you can't go in it. You will die. Of course. Oh, well, yeah, that does. Yeah, what would happen if someone tried to jump in a bag of holding? They'd suffocate. They suffocate. Oh. And if you try and put another bag of holding in a bag of holding, it explodes. We're going on a trip to the yeah, astral sea. <laughs> so basically. It's basically, yeah, like, so it's it's bigger on the inside. Yeah, so yeah. a bag of holding um, contains a pocket dimension. Um, it can hold up to 500 pounds, but it cannot exceed a volume of 64 cubic feet. Regardless of what is in it, this bag weighs 15 pounds. Um, if it is overloaded, pierced, torn, otherwise, you know, broken, it will rupture and it is destroyed and all of its content spills into the astral sea. Uh, if it's turned inside out, everything just goes... <laughs> <laughs> everything comes out. Sure. Um, so this is just a wondrous item, an uncommon one, um, but... It helps for adventuring. And I would know what this is. I take it straight away from that uncommon yes. check. You also know that um, placing it inside of the extra dimensional space created by a handy haversack, which is a upgraded form of a bag of holding, um, or any other item, instantly destroys both items sure. with a massive explosion and opens a gate to the astral plane. <gasps> Let's find another one. Now, now, Leo, I don't think that's the best idea. That, I take it, Kodak, do you know what this is? You can roll an arcana check for me. It's just a bag. That was a seven. Yeah, I mean, it looks like a bag. A kind of crappy one at that, too. Why do we need two? Katya, what about you? Eighteen. Yeah, Katya, um, you've seen one of these before. You actually <coughs> used to have one before. It was either... You don't quite remember. It was either stolen or you lost it or maybe you sold it. but Blew it up. It's a bag of holding. Definitely would have used the blow-up thing as like a getaway trick. <laughs> Kodak, this is a bag of holding. What's it holding? Have... It's bigger on the inside. Oh. We could put in... We could put in up to 500 pounds worth of stuff in this thing, and it would be... It would be about 15 pounds on our weight. It is a fantastically useful item. 
And with that, I'll turn back to Sir Oram. Given that you have bestowed upon us such a gracious gift and something that would certainly be handy for adventuring or journeying around, is there the possibility you might like us to go and fetch some more of these things for you? Well, I was hoping that you would offer. That is what I was getting to. You have so far seemed to be the most competent trio that I have hired, given that you are... As far as I'm aware, the only ones who have returned alive. Kodak kind of zones out and has, like, a flashback of us falling off the cliff, getting stuck to a tree and falling through the ice. (laughs) (laughs) Just has a bit of a giggle to himself. Task failed successfully. (laughs) (laughs) Leo just doing the worm on ice. (laughs) Gives a shudder and just... Oh, I meant to tell you, fun fact, sorry, just as a little bit of an aside. One of my friends who was listening to that show in Maitland mm. said they demanded a video of me on, a, on like, the Toon website of me attempting to do the worm to demonstrate. Cool. So if we get, I don't, don't know, do we know what our average listeners are? I have no idea. Right, well, we'll check that. Tenure, I think. And if we get a decent amount of listeners, uh, we'll get a video of Ben doing that. Oh, God, it will be. Anyway, sorry. It, will, <laughs> it won't look good, put it that go, way. Um, go to the Tune website, smash like, <laughs> if you want to see Ben doing the worm. Like and subscribe. <laughs> um, We're going into winter. We can find a semi-frozen lake. <laughs> yeah, I believe it's called. The Duck Pond. The Duck the Pond. Duck pond. Pond. Dam. Um, <laughs> oh, no. Um, no, okay, so... <clears throat> Well, I was leading up to offering yes. I kind of like I kind of like finding these things, and they intrigue me rather immensely. I can't speak for my companions, of course, but they seem to be up for it. They seem to be. I don't know if the, are they all meant to be in that place we were in. It was almost like a temple, a shrine, almost. Yeah. Are, are the other artifacts hidden in such places, or is this just a one-off? Uh, everyone, roll me a history check. I was going to say, I believe I don't think so, or I'm actually new. If he did, he didn't tell you. Uh, yeah, dickhead. Um, <laughs> nat 20. Not a nat 20, but still a 13, plus my history, which is fairly decent. I mm. believe it's a 3, so that would be a 16. Your history is a 4. Oh, then a 17. I do apologise if any of my burps come up on the mic. I'm extremely gassy tonight. <laughs> Let's just, that's going to be the blurb for this episode. <laughs> just, <laughs> just that quote. Just double checking what we're rolling for. History. Oh, history. Perfect. <laughs> so that's an 18 off Kodak. Episode 6, the gassy DM. <laughs> <laughs> I should have given you guys some gas monsters to fight. I'm sure they exist. Um, so, yeah, with those spectacular rolls, everyone, yeah, you kind of figure. If one was found in a temple or some sort of ruins, it stands to reason that the others would have been found in similar locations. And Katya, with your nat 20, you know where one of these other ruins is. Ooh. You remember one of the adventures that you went on with Mercer Green many years ago in your prime. <laughs> Implying I'm not in my prime now. <laughs> I mean, it's true, but you don't have to say it. Um, deep in the Ironback Forest, near where some of the dwarves live, is a similar temple. You never actually made it very far in to the shrine itself due to the amount of monsters and things around. But thinking back on it, yeah, it's really similar to the one that you were in Anathfar. Mm. I mean, no, another place, another wood 
hold one of these. That sounds If optimistic. we do continue. So, Oren. Yes. How much do you know about these things? Roll persuasion. So, Oren. <laughs> no, no, that's seduction. That is not persuasion. Take, Can you imagine? Can be persuasion. Seduction. Um, take a level in bard. Mm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what did Sorry. you roll? Sorry. No, 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 I'm just laughing. At, I was just laughing at that. Um, 13. One second. He's just winking with both eyes. <laughs> 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 I believe that they were once linked to the great clans of this land. Because it seems as though it seems as though this piece, the piece that I gave you, it seems to want to fit into something. It seems like the sort of thing that should be connected with other pieces. That's what I have gathered myself, and there are five that I know of, and there are five of the old clans. And just remind me, you know of the existence of three that were stolen from you? Yes. Was that one that was stolen from you or one that you didn't know of? I knew of this. But you didn't have it? No. You have it now? Yes. You're welcome. And so Unfortunately, I am, however, down the other three that were stolen from me. So there's three that you had that now do not have, and there's another one out there somewhere, the location of which you have no idea? Correct. Okay. Well, well, that's not bad. 80% of them, you even know where they were at some point in time, or you currently are in possession of them. I do have a, uh inkling of where the others might be. I believe you spoke to a shopkeep, shall we say, in Island Home. Mm-hmm. After you left, he was um, quite eager to share some of the information. I thought he might have been so he might have had something to do with you. Oh no, not with me. His friends were quite lovely. Um Friends, what do you mean? Oh, I believe it was either his friends or someone very interested in these orbs met us in the alleyway. You don't need to worry about them anymore. Oh, I'm not concerned. That's good because they're dead. Well those ones were dead. Hmm. Right, what did they look like? Tell me everything. And he sits down at his desk and just kind of clicks his fingers and a couple of chairs pull up behind you three. An extra large one for laying it. <laughs> well, you you know charcoal? One of them very much looked like that. I mean, before you dealt with them. He <laughs> 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 kind of just kind of sits there and you hear the dial-up tone in his head. <laughs> um, I believe one was Elvin. From memory? One had a mask. They did have a mask. I pull out the one we found at the temple from last session and show him something similar to this. All right, he takes it, looks it over, and it it kind of looks like it was formed by two bat wings um, crossed in, like, trying to describe it is difficult for viewers, but... Instead of bat wings being open the way they would normally open, they are crossed over, and where the body would be, it goes into a beak. Leather chickens. (laughs) (sighs) (laughs) To call back to Cartier's comment. (laughs) Uh, 
<laughs> Taking notes of the leather chicken mask. Yes, the true big bad of the campaign is the leather chicken. It's <laughs> <laughs> head cannon now. Um, yes, it's it's quite strange the masks. So, I don't know. Do you know anything of the group they're associated with? Because they've come out of the blue. Uh, let me roll a history check for Sir Orem. Oh wait, I deleted his character sheet. <laughs> I fixed the recall what his stats were. Okay. They are an offshoot of the Church of the Eternal Flame. They believe they know of its true origins and they seek to destroy any of the information or hoard it for themselves. Wonderful. So like a cult, more so. That that would be one word to describe them, yes. And they're also seeking the orbs. It appears so. Well, then we better make sure that we find them before they do. Um, I will take a break there. We'll be right back here on Dungeons & Airwaves Episode 6. You're listening to Tune FM on 106.9. My lover's got humour She's the giggle at a funeral Knows everybody's disapproval I should have worshipped her sooner If the heavens ever did speak She's the last true mouthpiece Every Sunday's getting more bleak Fresh poison each week We were born sick You heard them say it My church offers no absolutes She tells me worship in the bedroom heaven I'll be sent to is when I'm alone with you. I was born sick, but I love it. Command me to be well. Amen. Amen.
and we're back. Thank you, everybody. Everyone is currently sitting around Sir Oram's desk discussing the nature of what appears to be a cult that has arisen. Dun dun dun. Do we know where this cult originated? I have absolutely no idea. Oh. It's not something that I um, particularly dabble in myself. I am quite isolated here at the Windgates. I would think that this would be something you were interested in if they are competing with you for the orbs. They may think that they are competing with me. Uh. <laughs> Do you want to roll an insight? Sure, because I'm lost there. He's basically saying they think that they have competition. He is not he doesn't concerned. Them. He does not consider them competition. He thinks he can split them. Yeah. Well, I got a 13, so plus whatever. Uh, inside, yeah, that's the same thing. <coughs> that's like Leonette picks that up pretty oh. much immediately. Well, it's hard to consider them competition when you have a giant man, a bear man, and a violent woman on your side. I am not violent. You carry around a maul that's bigger than you. For protection. I am a little old lady. Yes, a little old lady that has left um, quite a strong destruction in her wake. Tell me. Cartier, you've really made an impact. What do all those tattoos on your face signify? Because I've heard some interesting stories about the way the old clans marked their kills. That would be none of your business. I turn and look at Katia and just... Katia, are you hiding stuff from us? I'm also giving Katia some serious side-eye right now. (laughs) Katia... uh, (laughs) And if you want to roll something or say something, um, you can PM, you can DM me if you don't want the other two to know. Um, I'm going to shift a little uncomfortably in my chair um (coughs) back to the matter at hand if we are going to continue with the orb hunt i need to get this money back to my village understood we can take a detour to your village on the way to the next ruin if you would like well, it wouldn't be so much a detour as entirely different mission. Well, I'm up for a detour. I'm up for a. I'm up for a slight delay. Could be fun. We could find out more about your history. Yes, I think maybe Sir Orum would have a way of getting it where it needs to go without revealing any further information about me. Roll a persuasion check for me. <laughs> you got that, Ben? Just grunting into the mic. <laughs> that wasn't meant to be out loud, I'm sorry. <laughs> 12. Uh, did you add your bonus? Yeah. Is it extremely urgent? Yes. I will not continue with this mission if I cannot get the coins to the girl. And it is all 500 gold? Yes. Very well. I will do this as a favour to you. Thank you. 
but at some point I will call upon you for an additional favor. That is how that works. No, this is outside of the hired contract and our terms. I see. Speaking of, if we are going to go and continue fetching things for you, which I'm up for because it's fun, will you be accompanying us? No. Okay. I have studies to do. I have, um, no offense, more important things to do than to be traipsing around a a field. Okay. It was less of a field, more of a forest, frozen lake, and freaking ruins. Yes, but, um... Well, that is why you are here. And it's why I am not out there. Indeed. Um, I understand that given that our original contract ended, you are likely not going to be paying us for the remainder of our things that we fetch for you, the remainder of these magical items. You think that I'm not going to pay you for a job? He absolutely will be paying us. It will be the same price, 500 per recovered artifact. I was just going to ask for information more than anything else, but okay. Does that mean you're also going to be paying half up front? Roll another persuasion check, Kodak. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and while you're doing that, um, he has pushed two more pouches towards Kodak and... Um, Leonet. So that was a five. I tell you what. I will give you a quarter up front this time. Sounds fair. Why is Katya not getting getting a pouch? She has asked me to transport this money to someone in dire need. I thought she just wanted 500 cent to her village. Yes, this is the other half of your 500. Oh, sorry. I thought this was the advance. My that's, bad. No, sorry. that's okay. That, I wasn't clear. No, that's my bad. Uh, so, yeah, the two pouches were the um, ec- the other half of your 500, um, and he has taken the other 250 from Katya and has set it aside, and um, as you guys are sitting there, he, like, waves his hands and a bell rings, and out of a door comes a... Uh, like a, a butler dressed in livery and he bends over and so Oren whispers something in his ear he takes the pouch, the note and leaves if we do manage to recover the remainder of these artifacts if we manage to bring you all five the three that you had and the two that are god knows where, or the one that is god knows where I should say would it be possible for you to share with me some of what you have studied around these things? You are more than welcome to spend as much time here as you like, uh, reading through the library, looking through my museum. I do have ruins of my own here on the grounds, which is where I uncovered the first artifact myself. I would greatly love to take you up on that offer. Kodak, I propose we delay our journey for two weeks. I want to spend as much time here learning everything as I possibly can. Two weeks will give the opposition much more time to try and track these down. I jest, I jest. There will be plenty of time for me to come back here and study to my heart's content when they are all recovered. Worst case, we can always stop for a couple of days each time we drop something off. That's true. Little R&R, if you will. But the ruins where you found the first artifact is below where we're standing. 
Uh, no, they are outside on the grounds. Speaking of, given that you much graciously teleported us here and saved us from a collapsing ruin, where exactly are we right now? You're at the wind gates. Thank you. Just wanted to make sure. Uh, for context, the wind gates are his um, fief, his fiefdom. Sure. And where exactly are the wind gates in relation to everything else? They are in the... I need to switch the brains. That's the wrong map. <laughs> um, <laughs> I believe it's the south. Yeah, the southwest. Point. Yeah, the southwest point of Aidnos. Thank you. And tell me, I think Hacha has an idea where another ruin is located, which might be prudent to begin our search. The three that you had that were stolen from you, where were they stolen from? Where do you last recall them being? They were stolen from my person. Oh, crap. Okay, that's going to be less than useless then. Where were you when you were robbed? I was, on, I was on the way to Athfar. I seem to recall that merchant that you spoke to saying something to myself about a mage in the capital city. And um, for context, if people forgot in their notes, uh, the guy, the drow in Athfar did outright say to you guys, yeah, I sold these items to someone. Mm. And that was the mage? Yeah. So we need to find the mage? Yeah, he has absolutely no idea who this mage is. Did, so Sir so Aurum doesn't? No, the, the merchant didn't. But would our characters know that the mage has them now? Yes. Yes, but we don't know who the mage no, is. No, that's true. Yeah. We need to find this mage. But I do like the idea of starting our search at Cartier's other ruins. Where, um, from where we are now, where is the Ironback Forest? Is it sort of like... It's pretty much everywhere. So that um, on the map of Ednos, everything that's green, like green trees, is the Ironback Forest. Mm -hmm. um, specifically for you, this temple or shrine is located near Avonlea, which is your hometown. Um, mm -hmm. I believe I marked it on the map. Um, but it is... I, I, like, I'll send you a, a pinpoint of where it is. But on the Queen's Road, it's about a uh, two or three day ride. Um, Kodak just hearing about the Ironback Forest is just going to off with the fairies at the moment, reminiscing of home. Is that where he comes from? Yes. So we're and we're not going through the Ironback Forest, though, are we? Uh, it's up to you guys. Um, it is quicker. It is a more direct route to go straight along the Queen's Road, <coughs> but you will have to venture into the Ironback Forest at any point to get to these ruins of Cartier's. Yeah. Well, you never know, Kodak. We might have time for a little homecoming. Ah, uh, possibly, but I feel like the mission at hand might be a little bit more important than calling in at home. Well, you never know. Our paths might cross the Ironback Forest to get to wherever these ruins are. It's possible. It might come in handy in traversing the Ironback Forest, but we may not have the time. Depends. Do Depends you, on the conditions. Do you have any idea what the quickest route's going to be, Katya? Sorry, just meta for a second. Yep. Just looking at the map, we're currently at point one. Uh, no. Sorry, that... Um let me let me pull it up, 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 up. Oh no, sorry, Wingate, right up the top. Yeah, yeah. So you're like right, right up the top. Uh, so the ruins that we're talking about is that four? No. So they're not actually marked on the map. Oh, okay. So four is another town. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so five is Avonlea. And then if you go across to like that little clearing, that's um, kind of uh, where your old buddies hang out. And then deeper in the forest around that area between the mountains and the hills in that area is where the ruins are. Okay. So we could conceivably almost go directly down. Yeah, it is pretty much a straight shot. Um, You'd have to either go through Goldcliff or around Goldcliff. But yeah, it's pretty much a straight shot. Okay. Goldcliff is number three for context. Okay, yeah, cool. Sorry, what was your question, Leo? <laughs> I well, yeah, I, I was asking like where the quickest the, route. Where yeah, what the quickest route to these ruins? But I guess we've just sort of had that answered for us, so we'll just yeah pretend that you've answered that and we can move on. <laughs> All right. Do you know roughly which section of the Ironback? It's rather large, so anywhere in particular, any landmarks you remember? I believe I would know the way when I saw it. I, I could not give you directions, but once I got back into the area, I could, I believe, I think. You also work have it a out. contact who could take you. Well, mm. there is no time like the present. I propose we be off. Thank you, Sir Oran, for saving us also. I don't believe we've thanked you yet. Oh, you're more than welcome. It is um, a boon to my livelihood as well. And we'll take a break there. You'll be right back here on 106.9 Tune FM, the home of UNE's student-powered radio.
and we're back. <laughs> and Ben's doing a magnificent hair flip. Uh, so you have come to a conclusion about where you are going to go from here. Um, at this point, after you've made your plans, so Aurum glances up and says, I have some preparations to do, but I will be able to provide you all with a horse and cart, some increased rations, anything you need. In the meantime, please feel free to explore. Take as much time as you need. This is not necessarily an urgent endeavor by any means. But I will absolutely be researching in your li- I will absolutely be studying in your library, but first... How do I get to these ruins of yours? I must see them. So he motions for you, he stands up and motions for you to follow him. And behind him in this study there is a large window. And as you overlook it and it look out of it, you can see that um, the Windgate Tower is this massive spire on c- the cliffs. And it overlooks the ocean where waves are crashing into the side. You can see gulls circling and quite far down below this is a very large tower and there's a few different steps that it's been built into you see uh some ruins that resemble the ones that you saw in athva oh i must go and explore them do you own these ruins sir i suppose technically as they are on my land but what i'm trying to get at is will there be will we will i meet will i find company in there Potentially. Oh crap! All right. Would you like me to accompany you? Oh, I did. I meant as if I meant as if I didn't mean I wanted to be there solo. I just meant I didn't want to have to deal with anybody else besides us. That's that's very fair. And before we do leave, I am going to be losing myself in this library. This is magnificent. You you mentioned before about having a was it a museum? I do. Yes. What, what kind of artifacts, outside of the ones that you're trying to get us to collect, what, what kind of stuff do you collect? Well, largely historical artifacts, magical artifacts. I have quite a number of fossils, uh, skeletons of deceased creatures. You are more than welcome to take a look if you wish. I, I may have to take you up on that. At some point. Yeah. Are you the mayor of this city? I don't think. Like, what would be the government title? Yeah, he's the lord. So he's the lord of ga- 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 w- Windgate. Okay, so it, it's entirely, he's like the boss of this area. Yeah, he's like nobility, dude. So I don't know how nobility works. He's throwing us gold, he's in charge. Yeah, basically. So basically he is it's, the... Um, uh, is this you asking out of character or is Leonette trying to figure this out in character? No, Leonette would know exactly. Um, this is me trying to... Okay, okay. so... Um, Actually, roll roll a history check for me. Actually, no, I think I've got it. It's sort of like how in Game of Thrones, Ned Stark was the Lord of Winterfell yes, and therefore basically. in charge of everything. Yes. Sure. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. So he makes the rules and all yeah. that. Yeah. I'll roll in here just so see if. Well, this is something else specific. Okay, sure. I just need to find um, my dice that have fallen on the floor again, and that one is a. History is a plus four. Oh, cheers! In that case, that is a fifteen. You vaguely recall through some of your readings that you've done, um, there was a sort Aurum a number of years ago who was uh, associated with the royal family for a bit. Something happened uh, that's been struck from the records and he is now effectively a social pariah. You have no idea how tempted I am right now to be like, so, how'd you piss off the queen? (laughs) 
I'm not doing it because that would not be in character, but Christ, that would be funny. I'm going to keep this information. I'm not going to bring it up to Sorum okay. just yet, yeah, but enough. I will do later on. <laughs> fair enough. So yeah, um, what are you all three all doing at this point in time? Shall we go and look at the ruins? Yes, please. Yes, it sounds like a plan. Okay. See if we can say to the curiosity. Oh, Sir Orem, you said you were going to provide us with a horse and cart. Was that a horse and cart each? Why would I provide you with a horse and cart each? You know how large wagons are. Yeah, that's what right? I'm getting at. Like, so is there's only one horse between the three of us is what I'm getting at. Well, there'll be two horses pulling a wagon for the three of you to sit in. Oh, right. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, thought it was, I thought the cart was going to be meant to be like, you know, like... No, like, no, this is not like, like Roman storage. chariots. Yeah, like no. storage. Right, okay. No, this is like a full-on, like a caravan style right, I was going to... Because I was more pointing out, if you give me a horse, I'm going to crush the poor thing. Like, yeah. But if we're sitting in a wagon, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you. You're finally awake. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Moving on. Thank you, Todd Howard, for that being... All hail Todd Howard. Hail. All right, let's head on down to these ruins. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Kodak's just going to start looking around, seeing what kind of wildlife and stuff is around, because this is my first time at Wigan. Yeah, okay. Um, the first thing you actually notice as you exit the tower is large rock formations uh, that kind of mimic the shape of a gate. And as you're... Walking down, there's um, some steps carved into the cliffs. As you're walking down, the wind is whistling through it. It kind of sounds like really eerie music. But uh, roll a nature check for me. Could I? For the listeners, um, Billy just gave a thumbs up. <laughs> 15. Mm. Yeah, so actually th- there's a lot of wildlife that you can spot. There's... Um, some sea eagles or ospreys. Uh, they appear to have a nest at the top of the tower. Um, gulls. Uh, if you look down, um, you get maybe like the slightest sense of vertigo looking down at the uh, ocean. But you can see a lot of fish. So that we're on a cliff? Yeah. How far down is the cliff? Uh, it'll be like hitting concrete if you fall in. So it's that fall. It's a very tall thing. Yes. So the, the I guess Sir Orem's, like his... Where, where, like, that's his, like, his house, like, his manor sort of thing? Pretty where, much. And that's right on the edge of the cliff? Not, like, right on the edge, but you do have to, like, there's a bunch of different cliffs. Oh, sure, gotcha. That you have to, like, make your way down to get to the larger area where the ruins are. Sure, so his manor is sort of, like, overlooking the rest of... Yeah. That is really it's, cool. it's not so much a manor as a giant tower. Sure. And this tower... Ta- no, 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 that's... No, I mean, Sir or like, Sir Orem's ta- manor is looking over yeah. the rest of... Yeah. The, the rest of Wingate. Well, the tower is technically Windgate. Okay, sure. Yeah, but the the rock formations are the Wind Gates, which is what this area is named for. And the tower that's on the ruin, not Sir Orem's Manor, but this tower, that is the huge one? No, it's the same thing. The oh. manor is the tower. Right, okay. Yeah. So the ruins aren't directly underneath the tower, they're sort of near no. it. No, yeah, they're near right, it. Right, sorry, I was confused. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, I can, I made like a kind of, not... Uh, that might actually help clear things up. Yeah, I'll, sh- I'll show you an image. But okay, sweet. So we're heading down to these ruins. Right, okay. Yeah. So is does he have sort of like, is there a thriving community here? Is he like the lord of a decent... You can't really see um, a town in the immediate area. Sure. Does, um, this is, I guess, this is more of a meta question. The entire like world that we're on, Ednos, 
not Adnor, sorry. Um, the world does not have a name yet. Okay, I'm sure. Trash. <laughs> oh, no, because, yeah, it's under the royal family, isn't it? That queen, Athena or something or other. Idrea. That's the one. Yeah. What about the royal family? No, I, d- I was just, yeah, I was just curious. I just forgot them and I wanted to know who, like, was in ruler of the world. Uh, yeah, so the current queen is Queen Idrea the Seventh. Yeah, sure. Yeah. I want to meet her. Hmm. You might. Smack her with Katya's maul. Keep your hands off my mole. Nah, Leonid, don't smack the royals. <laughs> I'm also telling you right now, you don't want to do that. Regicide is bad. <laughs> um, I, think I can't a, make that joke live on air. I was about to say, there's a guy called, um, oh, what's his name? The French Revolutionary. Which um, one? There's a lot of French no, revolutionaries. The one, that, like, the one that started, the one that executed the royal family, um, that started the French Revolution. Okay, so move, moving, com- second moving like completely on, let's just, whoop, we're circling back. Um, so this is the wind gate. This oh, is sure. the wind gate tower. Gotcha. Uh, these are all the cliffs, and that's the ruins down there. Cool. Okay. So he hasn't really got it. He's when you say like he's he's got the, this is his fiefdom. He's pretty much just in charge of the tower. No. Um. <laughs> like on the map, he has more area. This is just the uh, direct vicinity. Sure. He's just Rapunzel, just waiting, just waiting for someone to come and rescue him. He's waiting for Leo to come and rescue him from the tower. Oh, Lord, imagine that climbing up your hair. (laughs) (laughs) Pulse the tower now. (laughs) I'm going to uh, continue heading down to the ruins, um, pressing close to the cliff. Yeah, like, so there's enough space. You're not going to fall off. Like, you're not going to fall to your death. There's (laughs) enough space that you are able to safely make your way down. Kaji's also, like, if she glimpses that, though, she's going to (laughs) hurl. Yeah. It takes um, maybe about an hour to make your way down, sure. but you are quite easily able to reach the ruins. It's definitely her journey getting down here. It's going to be even more fun getting back up. I didn't think of that. It looks back up at the cliff. If only we could have asked Sir Orem how to teleport. He already saved us once. I feel like we're asking too much of him. He no, can only I don't, do I don't so want much. him to. I don't want him to teleport us. I want him to teach us how to teleport. Could be a handy skill later on. Is that a thi- is that like a skill that you can unlock? Teleport is a spell. There's okay. a number of different spells you've got, like Misty Step, Teleport, Dimension Door, um, Shadow Step. Wait, no, Shadow Step oh, maybe. Right, sorry. There's a bunch of different stuff. But yeah, what are you I'm doing? going to look around the ruins. Is there any sign of life, whether um, animal or otherwise? Um, so where you are now is kind of like the antechamber. It's a little bit different to the ruins that you saw. This one is uh, seems to be larger and has a central courtyard, mm-hmm. which is where you are currently. It is overgrown with giant trees, vines, um, and moss and various fauna, uh, flora, not fauna, has, like, covered over the cobblestones. So any markings or anything that has been, were once there, have ro- eroded away. Um, but did I ask you to roll a perception check? No. Okay, roll a perception check. I thought I said that. My bad. All of this or just Katya? Just Katya. <laughs> True Katya style, that is a five. <laughs> A lot of trees. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of trees, a lot of um, green stuff. It's a big shrubbery. But there is a mostly intact building um, ahead of you. So you're in, like, the central courtyard, like an outer greeting area. 
with columns and everything that are surrounded by vines, you know, broken marble, maybe what looks like could be the remnants of statues. And then as you enter this building, you come to an antechamber. You would think somebody this wealthy would have a gardener. I, I feel like not too many people see the ruins. I would hope not. Can I investigate the room? Um, yeah, roll investigation. Roll in that 20. It's a room. <laughs> well, it wasn't that 20, but it was a 13. Uh, did you add your bonus to that? No. Please have your character sheet up so I don't have to do this every time. Uh, so that's a total 15 with your plus two investigation. Nice. Um, so what you can see immediately as your eyes adjust to the light uh, is there are some uh, carvings and uh, almost mosaics on the wall depicting a number of different creatures engaged in battle. Uh, nice. Five in total. Oh. And you see... Uh, on the center of the floor in the antechamber, this large circular um, uh, central mosaic in the floor, like a fresco. And it depicts a wheel, and in the center of the wheel, there is a fire. So five. Five. What? Now look. Do I notice any of these? Like, um, I mean, once he points it out. Yeah. No, I mean, like, does anything from the five different factions strike out at me? Roll a history check for me. Something does stand out to Katya, though, immediately, um, which is... I forgot my glasses. So that was a two. (laughs) You've got no idea what these are. (laughs) It's a pretty picture, Leo. Five clans at battle. Yeah, and uh, Katya immediately notices a worm-like, dragon-esque figure. Mm. Katya? Da? Do you mind explaining? Explaining what? You seem to know what that is. It's a worm. For clarification, this is uh, W-Y-R-M, not <laughs> W-O-R-M. It's an earthworm. No, that's, that's what I, was thinking. I don't know what a worm is. I, that's what I was it's like, so a Legless worm is dragon. like a dragon. <laughs> yeah. Oh, like a basilisk. No, kind of. Kind of. Um, they don't have. If you mean Harry Potter or are the actual folk? Like, okay, oh, so Potter. imagine, oh. like, you know what, um, uh, like, your, uh, East, uh, Eastern European, uh, yeah, Eastern dragons look like, like Chinese dragons. Oh, sure, 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 yeah. That's kind of what a worm is. Worms just don't have but legs. With legs. Without yeah. legs, yeah. There's five clans doing battle here. Remember what Orem said? Didn't... That lake. The lake we passed by, uh, with Dewdrop. Mm-hmm. Um, didn't she say something about people fighting a dragon? I think... Well, worms are dragons, right, guys? No. You're asking the wrong guy. They are different. My, my people are descended from... From those who used to fight the worms. Who fight the worms? Worms. The famines. Katya, your people are descended from those who would fight the worm? Uh, they, the ancestors in our tribe, they killed the ancient worms. Why um, did they kill the worms? So your ancestors are dragon slayers. Just completely lost the fact that worms are different. <laughs> they, yeah, yes. 
Yes, they are dragon slayers. Well, they're dragon slayers. They used to use the skins for protection. Uh, Kachi will um, raise up the right leg of her trousers, displaying the um, worm tattoo that sneaks around her leg. Why are your people in conflict with the worm? Worms are violent. They kill. So do you. Yes, but not without reason. Worms, they terrorized our people. And... So it was so, also in defense. Yes, it, was, it wasn't like some ancient garage. We weren't fighting over land. They would come to our village. They would kill our young or old or middle-aged. And we did not like that. They poisoned our water supply, burned our crops, and delivered a plague onto our houses. <laughs> um, also, Leonette, the five, well, for everyone, really, the five creatures that were depicted in battle, you have a worm, you have a traditional dragon, which is like your four, wing, your four legs, wings, tail, etc. Uh, there's a griffin, what looks to be like a frost giant, maybe? Christ. Um, and a large monstrous bear. No relation? I don't believe so. Uh... And are all these five, are these five factions, they're not sort of, it's not like they're on, they're on like two different opposite sides, it's just an all out, all all in five, like just free for all basically, right? Pretty much. Yeah, okay, cool, just wanted to make sure. That's good to know. Mm. Uh, I'm, I'm going to go up and can I investigate the Masonic, the mosaic, sorry, the... <laughs> yes, yes you may. Thing in the middle that's yep. got a picture of a flame in it. So it's um, five spokes uh, in a circle. Um, these spokes all seem to have elements related to these five creatures, and it seems like they're attacking the fire in the middle. Well, if this was a spin off of the Church of Eternal Flame, I will cast. Basically the same thing that I did to the... Okay, you're going to Sacred Flame it? Basically, yeah. Um, roll me a d20. Any, any Just a straight d20. Just as a question, Ash, now that the bear has been pointed out, is any of this ringing stories from ch- like my childhood that I've been told? Even, like, remotely? Yeah. Yeah, you were... Um, well, being that part of your backstory is that you were raised to know like your people's culture yeah um there was a giant bear that is said to have given birth to all of you like she is the queen of your people um this is obvious like and the way it's been taught in these days it's like allegorical you yeah. know, it's, it was not necessarily a real magical giant bear with spines and glowing eyes. But given the way that your tattoo reacted earlier, maybe there's just a little bit of truth to it. Okay, I'm just going to keep that to myself. Drill a nat 20. So, um, yeah, I, I, will, um, I will basically cast Sacred Flame on this mosaic pill. And we'll take a break. You'll find out what happens after that when we're back here on 106.9 Chin FM, the home of UNE's student-powered radio.
Standing around this mosaic as Leo, Leo yeah, flames Le- it with a nat twenty. Yeah, so actually the um, the roll wasn't to hit it. Just oh. for context, the roll was a luck roll. Is nat twenty a good luck thing? Yes. Yes, it is. <laughs> I'd love to play like a D and D thing one day where it's reversed and like nat one is the highest you can get and twenty is the lowest. Like it's in the opposite way. Ooh. Like you got it, like the lower, like the lower scales, the better one. That's weird. Not a thing you ever want your DM to say while you're live on radio, but I made notes that have appear to have just gone goodbye. <laughs> um, so uh, technology, don't you? Just yeah, love, love that. Yeah. Uh, so basically, what you hear as um, this fire hits the mosaic is a and a stone door opens that was not visible before. I was right. Leo, did you did you just open another door? Yep. The last one caved in on us. Can we be more careful this time, please? <laughs> Excuse me, the last one caved in on us because of you. Well, they're talking. I'm just going to go through the door. Cool. Um, <laughs> it is dark. Come you on, You do out. not have dark vision. I will light a torch. <laughs> cool. <laughs> um, and I will get everyone to roll a perception check for me. No. God damn it. <laughs> My dice, no. I yeah. got a six. Fifteen. Eighteen. Excuse me. <laughs> so, <Ooh>. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Kodak and Leonette 
notice pretty much nothing except maybe five or six rats scurrying about. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I have a question. Yeah. It, it sounds stupid, but I am being serious. Yeah. If I was to cast, like, Sacred Flame or any sort of, like, fire spell on a bird or a rat or something like that, would it instantly cook it as well? Or yes. Okay, cool. No, I mean, like, so could it be edible? Like, I mean... Oh, um, no. That, okay, right. That's so, what I mean. Like, yeah, okay. be roasting Sa- it, like. Although the name is Sacred Flame, it is not a fire spell. It does radiant damage, not fire damage. Okay, I do have a, uh, burning hands then. Yeah. Would I, like, not just kill a rat, but also cook it ready to eat? Pretty much. Oh, that's handy. Didn't know that. Cool. Just checking. Cool. If you start eating rats, we're gonna have a we're gonna have a problem. No, I'm just thinking about if I see like a chicken or a cow or something. I just imagine <laughs> Leo is like licking his lips, looking at the rats. <laughs> mm. Speaking of, uh, can I get an insight check from everyone? Everyone? Yeah. Sure we can. I got a nat twenty, but I have a negative one on insight. That's fine. <laughs> I got a nat twenty, and I have a plus three on insight. I have enough. I, I got a nat, be nat twenty. <laughs> one oh. <laughs> <laughs> plus three. <laughs> oh. Is it like is that the first time we've ever had two nat twenties like in one roll? I think yes. so. Yeah, yeah. Damn so, it, really. <laughs> so uh, we all got gnats. Just one of them wasn't great. <laughs> Kodak is just sitting there, maybe like drooling a little bit. He's uh, thinking, mm, "Yeah, that looks like some tasty dinner." Uh, Katya and Leonette, you feel like a shiver run down the back of your spine, as if something in these ruins is watching you. <laughs> something like this. <laughs> just describes Kodak's Duh. entire life. There are eyes on us. I feel it too. Kodak, yes. Be on your guard. There are eyes upon us. Do you mean the rats? We are being watched, not by the rats. Oh, okay. I'll keep my eyes open. Walks into a wall. <laughs> that is Kodak in a nutshell. Speaking of, this room is large, but pretty empty. Oh, sorry. I thought this stone door led like we were going down a tunnel. So we're in just a whole other room. Yeah, now. it just okay, opens cool. into a whole other room. Right. Um, it's it's pretty empty except for the rats that are just kind of like squeak, squeak, you know, doing their thing, walking around. Well, that is remarkably anticlimactic. Um, but on the other side of this large room, you see a massive stone door <gasps> that is recessed into the wall, and there appears to be a indentation. I will walk up to the. I will walk up to it. And I will stick my finger in the indentation. Nothing happens. Your finger is in a hole. Okay, hold on. I'll start that. I- hang on. Okay. My finger's in the hole, Bong. and I'm just going to go. <clears throat> Open sesame. Nothing happens. Bollocks. Try that flamey thing again. What do I. There's nothing for me to. There's no. There's no. There's no sort of pedestal for me to shoot the flame at. Yeah, there's, there's a there's, hole in there's the no door. Brazier, there's like. How big is this hole? Uh, like fist sized. Sod it. I will sacred flame fisting into the hole. Treason. <laughs> Despite the psychic damage I just took. <laughs> sorry. Nothing happens. Nothing happens, okay. Does it look like. Sorry, does it look like. Like, is it just round or is there like. It looks like a shaky. Okay. I want a big key, I presume, if it's the size of a fist. Mm. I'm going to go and start looking around the room for a key. 
I will uh, also search around the room. Yeah, roll investigation. While they're doing that, I'm going to begin to ritual cast speak with animals. Okay, how long does that take? Um, it takes one action, but as a ritual, it takes ten minutes, I believe. Okay. Are you trying to talk to the rats? Well, yes. I just said that. That is a spell that you have. You can talk to animals. Yeah, yeah. Is or it druid? Yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. I got seven, by the way. I am useless. Yeah, you find I got nothing. a nine. <laughs> you also find nothing. I'm going to investigate again. <laughs> um, well, well, we'll do we'll do Kodak's thing first. Because as you guys are, like, poking around and finding nothing in this empty room, Kodak is spending ten minutes casting Speak with Animals, and you get nothing. Oh, Wait. shit. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, guys, it, was, it wasn't the F-bomb. Guys, we, uh, we, we have a problem. Do tell. They're not real. Oh, shit. <laughs> and oh, I just kind of gesture at the rats. I... I should be able to talk to them. I'm getting nothing. Nothing at all. I will. <laughs> you were way too excited for that. Sorry. <laughs> oh, God, we, need, we really need to get, like, face cams in here because that was beautiful. Okay, to describe what just happened to the audience, I essentially just did, like, a double-headed disco dance <laughs> in pure enthusiasm. I will... What was the... Sp- <laughs> Oh, shit. Um, okay. <laughs> when the DM makes that noise, run for cover. <laughs> yeah. Oh, um, our DM's left. Okay, well, while he's doing that, I'm going to... Um, was it detect magic? No, it's okay. I will use detect evil and good because that is what... Oh, the, look, the smirk on his face when I just said that. Shiver me timbers. So are you ritual casting this or... Are you, sorry, are you ritual casting this or are you spending an action? Like a spell slot? What difference does it make? Uh, ritual casting slot. does not use a spell slot, which means you can use it for other spells. But it takes longer, doesn't it? Yes. I'll sorry, I'll ritual spell it. Okay. Um, so it takes. I'm just going to give you a list of Latin phrases. Sure. <laughs> um, that is not Latin and also copyrighted. <laughs> true. All right. Cadaver Avada. Uh, as a ritual wool. Does that sound like a resurrection spell? <laughs> Checkmate. Okay, I, can, I can't see it as a ritual specifically, oh, screw it. I'll just um, use a but slot. I think I'll just say it takes about ten minutes. Sure. Uh, and you said it was um, evil and good, right? Yep. And that smirk is back. Okay, so it is detect magic as ritual. Detect evil and good is not. So you will have to use a spell. I'll slot use for that. a spell slot then. Oh, there shit. is an overpowering aura of fiendish energy. Oh shit. Oh, I've got to stop saying it. It's now stuck in my head. I can't stop saying it. Sorry. <laughs> I thought we were allowed to say that one. Oh, we are, but I'm, I'm overdoing it. I'm sure as hell got to If I drop an F-bomb, I'm screwed. Leo, um, what do you see or feel? Um, be on your guard. I don't know how to tell you this without alarming you. I feel a stronger presence of fiend in this room than I ever have before. We could be in some serious trouble. I just look at the rats. I'd be like, I, I think it's them. And I point down at them. And as you say that, I'll get everyone to roll initiative and we'll cut to a break. Do you, do you want to know what we've got for initiative? Yeah, we'll do it on the break. Oh, sure. Okay, you'll be... We'll, 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 we'll. It's the corrugated iron again. We'll, we'll be, be right, right back. back. <laughs> Here on Gin FM 106.9. Don't go away. Find out what's going to happen very, very shortly.
we're back. Um, and as everyone readies, anticipating something from these rats, they all disappear. I didn't think. I thought the rats were a red herring. I didn't think the rats were. Oh no, be. they're not a red herring. You are in combat. No, I know that, but I don't think it's. I didn't think it was yeah. going to be the rats that we fight. I think it's going to be a different form. Yeah, they all disappear. Um, heck. So, top of the round, Kodak. I'm going to need you to. Roll a constitution saving throw. Yeah, um, that was a 12. Yeah. Um, you feel like a bit of wind rush past your face and you get like a mild scratch, but nothing happens. And it's your go. If it was a nat one, you would have been decapitated. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> channel full dark souls um so i can't see what it is that left nope oh boy um well i guess straight off the bat i'm gonna cast prime oh, actually first i'll use my bonus action to shift mm-hmm. <sighs> um so i will get sorry just gotta roll up for this So what does it look like as you're shifting? Um, so now with everything going on, so my hair's coming out as longer, my claws grow in. See, my fangs become become a bit more prominent as well. And um, for context, are you shifting into full form? No, or? no, no, okay. no. I am only doing my half shift. So you can still kind of make out where the lining of my tattoo was. It's a lot fainter than it was. You can see kind of just divots in the hair yep. more so than the actual tattoo. Um so, yeah, as part of that, I'll get additional health and a plus to AC. So that will give me seven extra temp hit points, and I'm going to try and just cast Primal Savagery and just attack blindly in front of where, like, where I think it was. So now you're the half-man, half-bear thing? Yeah. yeah. Sure. Okay, so roll for Primal Savagery. That was a 23. Just going to quickly roll a uh, D100 to see if you, yeah, um, you connect with something in the air, and so I'll get you to roll damage. So that's seven points of damage as I just lash out with a hand. Yeah, you hear this, and popping almost as if out of nowhere is this tiny red goblinoid looking thing with leathery bat wings. I want to step on it. It's flying. I don't want to step on it. (laughs) Um, And it looks like real badly hurt. Somehow I don't think there is only the one. Um, Yeah, that's all I can do for my turn, so. Okay. Um, I will get three, one to two, three to four, five to six. Now, and for context, uh, outside of this one, you still can't see any of the others. Others? Yeah. Nice. You are essentially, like, you think that there's um, 
There's nothing there. Also, for context, uh, Primal Savagery, is that a magical attack? Yes. Cool. Yes. Yes, it is. So if it just... Um, for this battle, I will get everyone to... Please tell me damage type. It'll say, like, open up your character sheet, because yep. this will be important. It will say next to the uh, spell or attack. The type of damage. Yeah, the type of damage. Cool. Um, and I will need you to uh, announce yeah, that. It's a melee spell attack, so yeah. yeah. Cool. Awesome. And it's acid if you're super specific about damage type. I am super specific about uh, damage type, and acid is fine, so that went through. Um... Does a 10 hit your AC? Say again? Does a 10 hit your AC, Leonard? No. Get on my level. <laughs> Fireball. Okay. <laughs> um, so you feel just a slight whoosh go past and nothing. And from there, it is your turn. <clears throat> I... Banish you with fire, and with that I will cast Burning Hands, which is fire damage, obviously. Oh, that... <laughs> oh, this isn't good. So that's, I think, is it... Yep, they have to roll a deck saving throw. But I have a feeling something's going to go horribly wrong here. Well, so... You, like, you blast them all with fire. They all appear. They're not hurt. Awesome. Can you do anything else? I think that's my turn gone. So that's not a, they don't have to do a saving throw, there's no roll for damage or anything. They are immune to fire. Thought so. Yep. Can I can I bellow something out right? Oh yeah, speaking's a free action, just remember don't swear on air. No, I'm not gonna swear <laughs> on air. I was, just, I was just basically going to say <clears throat> What creatures from hell have spawned before me? You just hear. <laughs> Coming from all angles of the room. Fire cleanse you. No fire will cleanse us. Katya, Kodak. Oh. You don't quite, I know you don't quite understand the flame in the church and everything. These things are immune to fire. We are dealing with something bad here. Um, bum, bum, bum. one of the oh god oh terrific that's a great sound uh, one of them swoops down on Katya and rakes across the top of your head and that was a nat 20 so um, you take five you take uh, 10 damage and I need you to make a constitution saving throw Thirteen? Yeah. Um, so you take an extra five damage. You succeeded. You take an extra five damage. Yeah, no, 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 I'm just pulling up my calculator. <laughs> As this imp uh, swoops down and scratches across you with its poisoned claws. Katya, don't die. I was not planning on it. Um, and another one, seeing that uh, its bodies seem to have made fairly quick work on that. I was going to say, sorry, you said that they all appear when I... How many are there? Currently five. 
Currently. Okay. That's the optimal word of today. Yes, apparently. Um. Yeah, so this imp, still laughing, swoops uh, again down in front of Kodak and does a 20... Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yes, it does hit. Thank you very much. Cool. Um, you take uh, five damage, and I need you to take make a uh, constitution saving throw. Well, that's a d10. Don't want that one. <laughs> so that is a 17. Cool. So in addition to the five damage you took, you also take an extra five damage. On a save. <laughs> yeah. We in trouble. Yeah. Okay. Maybe I overshot the mark with how No, you didn't. Okay. No. <laughs> no. It's time it's about time we had a decently challenging fight. Okay, cool. It's Katya's go. What is okay. she doing? Um Katya's going to rage. Nice. Okay. So what happens as you um, rage? When I rage, I summon spectral warriors. Um, so two men and a woman appear around me. Um, so the first creature that I hit with an attack um, becomes the target of the warriors, okay. which means that its attacks are hindered. So until the start of my next turn, that target has disadvantage on any attack roll that isn't against me. Okay. Um, when the target hits a creature other than me um, with an attack, that creature has resistance to the damage dealt. Nice. Um, I will then attack. Um, so there is two through six because you killed number one. Um, they're all just kind of in the air above you. So I'm not going to like make you point it out on a map, but please just give me a number. So I know which one you're attacking. I will attack number three. Okay. Um, with my maul. Yep. Uh, roll to hit. Uh, <laughs> um, that is a seven. Yeah. Uh, it's a very large maul, and this is a very small, very fast thing, and it darts out of the way and sticks its tongue out at you. Very rude. Bastard. Um, that will end my turn. Okay, so these aren't like evil satanic, they're just like childish little gits. I mean, they're fiends. They are evil. They definitely didn't feel friendly. No, but I mean like they're, they're not really a big deal. Um, um, Kasha is going to look over at you with blood streaming down her that, face that and was, narrow that her that eyes. Was meta, not <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't in character. That was meta. Meta. Um, yeah, these guys might be a CR one, but um, I chose these ones for a reason. Okay, cool. Moving on. I have an idea of what I'm going to do next. Cool. Me too. Good. Um, uh, after Katya, it is number six's turn. And that's the one that no, you hit number three. Seeing you going for your buddy for his buddy, it will swipe down at Katya again. <laughs> um, and I need my dice out. And it just it sweeps and flies across and attempts to rake you directly across the face. Mm -hmm. Um, there's an eighteen plus five. Yes. <laughs> okay. Ah, uh, that is. 
five damage. And you must make a poison, a DC constitution saving throw as well. Eight. You take an extra ten damage on top of that. What are you doing? Oh, he can't say. I will say that uh, Kache is now covered in blood and staggering badly. She's um using the mall. Sorry, I'm using the mall as more of a uh, walking stick at this point. Yeah, you, you seem to be um, uh, like on a scale of what, one to 32, you're at about a two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd, I'd say about that. Yeah. Um, so imp number two, seeing that you kind of seem to be not much of an issue right now, uh, it's going to go for the shiny bald head of Lionette. <laughs> um, does a 24 hit? Of course it does. Why are they rolling so well? Um, okay, I'm... Yeah, five damage. And make a uh, constitution saving throw. Let me just find out what my modifier is for that one. Con saving. <coughs> Sorry. <coughs> Sorry. Okay, so that's a plus three. So then I've just got to do this. And that makes it a <coughs> non-nat <coughs> non 20. Uh, cool. So you succeed, so you take five extra damage. <coughs> and don't forget to mark the damage you take off on your oh character yeah, sheet we'll as well. Sure. So, top of the round, uh, it's Kodak's turn. What are you doing, buddy? Seeing that my party is slowly starting to um, fall apart. Avenge me. <laughs> I look over to Cart. How close is Cardio, would you say? She's like, you are all in, like, within melee of each other. I put a hand out and be like, fear not, and I cast Cure Wounds. Nice. Well, that was my plan, so thanks for stealing my plan. You can still do it. <laughs> no, the more, no, not too late. The more health, the better for the Barbarian. Mm-hmm. Um, and you will heal for eight. And as bonus action, I will shift into a brown bear. Cool. And that's it for my turn. Alrighty. They all seem to chitter and screech as you turn into a brown bear and um, kind of jump out of the way of this healing energy. And then imp number five will swoop down at this giant furry creature. Um... Uh, that's a natural 20, but we'll take a break there. <laughs> that's a nice little cliffhanger. <laughs> we'll be right back here on 106.9 Tune FM. I hope that you're enjoying Dungeons & Airwaves Episode 6.
lightning striking all over the world There's lightning striking all over the world We're back. Uh, we return with a nat 20, a crit on Kodak's bear form, dealing 10 damage off the bat. Oof. And I will need him to make a uh, constitution saving throw. <coughs> Sorry. That's an 11, unfortunately. Congrats, you saved. You only take five extra damage. Oh, that was very lucky. Uh, and that was imp number five. It is Leonet's turn. Mm, okay. <laughs> you got a frog in your throat there, bud. I just thought Batman was in the studio. I was thinking Patty or Selma. <laughs> I'm Batman. Patty or Selma? <laughs> <laughs> um, right, okay. <clears throat> I will... Um, because Karcher already got a fairly decent amount of health back, I am going to instead... She really didn't. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, (laughs) Okay. Now, I'm going to... I will just look up at the imp that's closest to me. Uh, I will say that's number five. Go to hell! 
and just cast um, Guiding Bolt at it. Okay, now for Guiding Bolt, do I need to roll for that, or do you no, need to No, I need roll to make a ranged spell attack. Okay. I don't think I've got any bonuses for that. It's a plus five. I do have a bonus. I couldn't see that on my sheet, sorry. Well, I'm assuming that hit, because that was a 19, so 24. Yeah, that hit. Um, also, for context, you are uh, you have one first level spell slot left. That was cast at second level. Oh, that was cast at second level? Cool. Um, let me know when you do that. Sure. Sorry, my bad. That's okay. Um, so, Guiding Bolt at second level. 5d6. Yep. All right, come on, make it a good one. You, you hit with it, so you just have to roll the 5d6. That's what I mean, yeah, okay, I'm saying cool. make it a good... make All sixes, preferably, that'd be nice. That'd be great. That would be wonderful. Um, not quite, but not far off, 25. Yeah, you bloody eviscerate this thing, it, like, explodes. Sorry, which number was <laughs> that? Lord almighty. Uh, number five, that was. Noise. <clears throat> Sorry. <laughs> Just hope your throat's all right. Oh, it's gone. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, as Ben recovers, it'll be imp number three's turn. And, um, you know, it, it's had enough fun with Katya for now. So it's going to go and attempt to land on the top of Leonette's head Bring and just rake at his eyeballs. Bring it on. Does a 22 hit your AC? Maybe. Yes, of course it does. Well, the good news is you only take four damage. Right. Uh, but you do need yeah, to make a concentration save throw. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Well, that was a four. So you take an extra 10 damage. Okay, so that's a total of 14 damage. I will do my reaction. Yep. Um, reaction, Stone's Endurance. As a reaction, reduce damage dealt to you by 1d12 plus 3 once per short rest. So I'm going to use that. So that's now gone for the next short rest or yep. until another short rest. And it was 1d12? Yes. Plus so 3? Yes. 13. Cool. So you only take one, one point of damage. Nice. For some reason on the app, I can't actually... Oh, it's working now. It wasn't letting me take damage off myself, but it's good. That's fine. As no. long as you, like, you've like you got a note of sure. like what your current HP no. is. So I just took the one off then, so we're good now. Yep. Awesome. Uh, that was imp number three. Imp number four, seeing this, is going to lift its tail and show you its butthole. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's going to uh, attempt to swan dive... Uh, uh, Kodak. Sorry, right, hang on. Was that like just part of its preparation for the swan dive, or was it just showing me its It ass? was just showing you its ass. <laughs> this is what I mean. How are they meant to take these things as scary otherworldly <laughs> beings where they're just flashing us their anuses? It's like the Cornish pixies. Like, yeah. They might seem like yeah, but you wouldn't think funny. Would you, well, you think they were just dicks. Well, they are, they but, are, but you could are... be both. <laughs> yeah. um, also, I really hope a 13 doesn't hit. No, 13 does. I only have an AC of 12 as a bear, and that's with the shift bonus <laughs> coming up through. Why didn't you want it to hit? Because it rolled an 8, oh. but it has a plus 5. Sure. Um, cool. So you take 5 damage, and you need to make a constitution saving throw. I'm sounding like a broken record. <laughs> Let's just assume we need to make a con save. Only if it hits. If it hits, you need to make a con save. So just so we're clear, we need to make yeah. a concept. <laughs> that wasn't great. Um, so that was a six. Can you take an extra ten damage for me there, bud? I can. 
Uh, I said that was Imp 4, correct? Yeah. Oh, I believe so. Yeah, that would be Katya's turn then. Okie dokie. Um, so I'm still in rage. I will um, attack Imp uh, 3 with my maul. Go. Cool. Please, God. That is a 14. That is. Oh, thank God. And what damage does your mole do? That is 13 bludgeoning. Cool. Um, it takes not as much. It doesn't look as hurt as you expect it to. Fruit. <laughs> <laughs> nice save. <laughs> uh, you said um, um, three, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's looking pretty hurt, but like you went to squash this thing, like, like slam it against guts. the the wall, and it just peels itself it, off like a cartoon. Yeah, it kind of like <laughs> a, little, a little bit like a squeaky rubber duck toy. It just kind of goes <laughs> and bounces back. Um, from there, it is Imp Six, um, and it's going to disappear. Coward. Like, like, does it disappear in thin air or does it, like, run away? Just kind of boop and disappears into thin air. Feels this is not good. And then imp number two does the exact same thing. Disappears. Or mm-hmm. Disappears. <coughs> so, Kodak, it's your go. First thing I'm going to do, bonus action I'm going to burn a spec- uh, second level spell slot and use combat forms so I can burn a spell slot and heal for the equivalent worth of hit dice oh nice that's cool um, so not too bad um, so for that I got seven additional hit points not bad not bad at all here comes the fun part um, <laughs> how close are the imps. Imps three and four are kind of like hovering above the three of you. Within reach? Yeah. The other two, you're not sure where they are. You can still try and aim for those two, but disadvantage on attack. No, that's okay. I'm going to go for the ones I can see first. Okay. Before... Yeah. Okay, cool. Go. Um, so multi-attack will be coming through. Yep. So one will be a bite. Okay. I'm no, 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 no. And that's an 11 to hit. That misses. That's fair. They're just a little bit too far out of your reach. The claws, on the other hand, 25. Yeah, that hits. Um, so which one was on which? Um, the first one, I'm going to go for the one I already damaged with the bite. The one I hit with Primal Strike. Oh, you killed that one. Oh, I did? Whoops, my bad. <laughs> um, so I guess disperse that however you want. Okay. They're both nearby. Um, we'll say the uh, bite missed number three, but you hit imp number four with the claws, so damage okay. for that one. Cool. So that will be a grand total of 14 points of damage. Yep. You like magical melee. Claw it in half. And uh, as the two halves of its body hit the ground, we'll take a quick break. You're listening to 106.9 Tune FM. We just, oh, Kodak just sliced an imp in half, which was fun. We'll be back on 106.9 Tune FM. You're listening to episode six of Dungeons and Airwaves on UNA's Student Powered Radio. 
that you have magic. Yeah. Did, it, did that come out on air? Never mind. Just giving uh, some advice so I don't kill my players. Um, <laughs> really wasn't going for a TPK this session, but we are back um, with what code. Is, I know what the PK stands What does T stand for? Total it? party kill. Total. Oh, right, sorry. I thought it was player kill. No, my bad, sorry. Um, yeah, so Kodak has just eviscerated one of these uh, imps, and it is Leonard's turn. All right. <coughs> How many are left? Uh, one that you can see, two others. You're not sure where they are. I was, so because they're the ones that vanished. Yep. Yeah. Just for clarification's sake, I like, I get very pissed off when there's like hellish beings. So that's why I'm sort of mm -hmm, mm -hmm, angry. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, and they appear to be defiling like your church. Yeah, pretty much. That's more or less what I'm going from. Yeah. But it's like, <laughs> sorry. Um, okay, so I will then because I. I don't, I've got another second level spell slot. Yep. So I will cast, infl oh, is the one that's around close enough for me to touch? Yeah, you're tall enough. Okay, I will essentially, <laughs> yeah, basically I just swat and like grab its leg and cast inflict wounds. Uh, second level or first? Second level. So okay. I'm down to no second level slots. Yep, roll to hit for me. Rolling to hit with a plus six. Uh, plus five. Plus five, sorry. Yep. And that, oh, this is right on the edge. That's a 16. That hits. Oh, thank God. Okay. So that one is 4d10, mm -hmm. which is um, a 27. Yeah, look, you just, like, crumbles they have 10 dust. HP, guys. Like, <laughs> I just picture it, like, it full-on crumbles to dust. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it is no more. <laughs> Just as a question outside, mm. in my bare form, am I picking up any scents from these creatures? Like, do they have a particular smell or anything like that? Really strong sulfur, like rotten eggs. Um, actually, I'll give this to you for free, even though it's not your turn. Roll a... Do bears have uh, advantage on smell checks? Yes, they do. They have advantage. Cool. Roll perception for advantage. Listen to how eagerly... Yes, they do. <laughs> I've been waiting to use this as a bear. Cool. So, 21. You can smell something behind the door. Oh, my God. <laughs> Let me keep that one Poor myself. To hell. <laughs> wait, sorry, you can you can smell something from beyond the door. Yes, but he has not shared that. Oh, wait, so behind the big stone door. Yes. Ooh. Yes. You see me kind of look at it for a second and quickly trying to pinpoint where these other imps are. Yeah. Would we notice him looking at the door? No. Okay. Yeah. Because you are kind of engaged in combat, I'm going to say, yeah, just no. Um, but did you have anything else you could do on your turn? Me? Yes. No, I think that's... I don't think I have any bonus actions. Okay. In that case... Um, which one were you targeting, by the way? Uh, the one that was left. Okay. Well, the it's, it's dead. Yeah, there's yeah. none left now. They're all dead. No, there's two. No, there's two left. We, we just, just don't know where they are. Yeah. Sure. Uh, so oh, I thought they teleported away. Sorry, my bad. They might have. Oh, okay. Sorry. But I'm like, out of character, I'm telling you, no. <laughs> Fair. Uh, so it's Katya's turn. Okay. Um, I mean, I can't see them. So um, I'm going to use my action to drink a healing potion. Okay. Which I believe is, is that 1d4? Mm, is it just a straight regular healing potion? Yeah, just a regular. Yes, healing potion. That is what I wanted. <laughs> 2d4 plus 2. 
two plus two, so that is four, five, six, seven. Okay, okay. Um, is... And I believe because you haven't hit something or been hit your rage ends. My rage ends, yeah. yeah. Um, I guess it's a bonus action I could re-rage. Yeah, you could. <laughs> um, but probably no point, yeah. realistically. So let me roll a, roll a d6 again just to decide which one of you gets hit. Leonette. Hmm. That's a nat 20. <laughs> I'm assuming it does. Yeah, uh, you take 10 damage right off the bat. Okay. Let me just note that down. And you will need to make a constitution saving throw. Oh, I'm going to need to ace this one. You only take 5 extra damage. Oh, okay. Oh, but I'm still in trouble. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you probably stagger a little bit, I guess, mm. Mm. as it appears behind you, um, after going for the throat, basically. Sure. And imp number two reappears in front of Kodak and basically like goes for the eyes with a 17. That definitely hits. So that is... Uh, four damage. And you need to make a constitution saving throw. So that's a 19. That's another five damage. <laughs> do I have that ability where I can give up things to get another spell slot? What do you mean? Isn't it like, oh no, I think I'm getting. Yeah, that's a sorcerer thing. I'm getting yeah. Leonette confused with Rowan. Yeah, no, so um, clerics do not have uh, metamagic points or anything like that. Okay, cool. You have um, channel divinity. Like, you clerics have other stuff, it's just not necessarily uh, like. I was going to say, well, that divine, can I. I used divine intervention last time. Am I able to use that to like. Technically, no. Oh. Divine intervention as an actual thing um, is only something you get at level 10. I oh. was kind of just being nice last oh, sure. time. Okay, right. <laughs> I did think it was a tad overpowered. Yeah. Um, but you do have, like, um, like look through the features and traits. You've got sure. things like Warding Flare, uh, Channel Divinity, things like that. Okay. But it is Codex turn. Oh, boy. Um, oh, boy. I can see both imps now. Yes. Is there anywhere? There's one right in front of you. Sweet. Um, as part of my multi-attack, can I attack one and then move to the next? Or should I position myself first? Uh, you know what? Sure. You can, like... Bonus action. They're both kind of, like, within range of you. So, as my bonus action, I'm going to empower my Eldritch Claw. Mm -hmm. So, you just kind of see... It looks almost like a green flame begin to emanate from the pores on my bear. And it begins to sprout the arms. You see it flicker at bits and pieces at times. And I'm just picturing that fight with Tai Long in the first Kung Fu Panda. That was the inspiration. <laughs> nice. Um, yeah, so I'm going to attempt to bite the imp that's in front of me. Mm -hmm. Roll to hit. Does a 16 hit? Yes, it does. 
Also, um, I think I gave at least one of you an inspiration point at some point. So uh, double check that and keep track of those because mm. you can spend them to um, re-roll something. That's eight points of damage. Cool. You uh, lunge forward and munch on it. <laughs> but it's still kind of kicking and manages to squirm out of your mouth. But it is very severely hurt. And I'm looking at the one above Leonette. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to attempt to use my claws. That's a nine, unfortunately. That does not hit. I'm sorry. For a brief second, you see the flame almost begin to move before it quickly recoils back to my body. You're still getting used to how to use this new ability that you seem to have. And Um, that's it for my turn. Yep. Top of the round. Well, second of the round, it's Lionette. <laughs> okay, I will use um, Channel Divinity Radiance of the Dawn okay. um, as an action. You can use Channel Divinity and present your holy symbol to dispel any magical darkness within 30 feet. Each hostile creature within 30 feet must make a con saving throw or take 2d10 plus 3 radiant damage, half damage on success. Nice. So let's make, uh, you said a con saving throw? Yeah. So uh-huh. I'm just going to present my holy symbol and essentially just be like uh, half damage on success you said yes uh, so one succeeds um, one fails the one that succeeded was imp number six and literally regardless of what you roll it's dead I was about to say, that's the one with two HP yeah um, uh, but roll for the other one just to see how much damage you do so it's 2d10 plus 3 that's helpful because I can do that once per short rest which is nifty yeah that's a 12 yeah it's you kill it both of them? Yes. Um, Flame, save me. Yeah, short rest. But And with that, you are out of combat. I'm just going to fall to my knees and just, just cast cure wounds on myself. You see me just double tap the imps on the ground to make sure they're dead. Yeah, I'm dead. just going to crawl over and start bandaging. I'm going to walk over to... Oh, I don't know. There's no way of me knowing which one of you two is more injured. Although you're still a I'm going I'm to tell you right now, it's very visibly clear that Katya is more, yeah, more injured. Shift back, there is blood okay. everywhere. Screw myself. I'm going to walk over to Katya. I have one first level spell slot left, and I will cast Cure Oh, no, I've got two. Sorry. I think oh. you only have the one because you cast Guiding Bolt. In that case, yeah, then, I'll, then I've only got room for one. I will cast Cure Wounds on Katya, um, which heals her for uh, 1d8 plus 3, and that means Katya regains 10 HP. Nice. Thank you. I will drop out of my bed. Are you, are you okay, Katya? Uh, I will stretch, um, swipe some blood off my face. It's going to take more than a few imps to kill me. I'm just checking to see if I have any potions of healing. No, I don't. Okay, no worries. I am suffering. Because <laughs> after long rests, do you regain your health? So on short rests, you can expend um, a hit dice. So you have a number of... I will tell you exactly later. Um, you have a number of hit dice equal to blah, and you can expend a certain amount during a short rest to roll them. Um, and regain the damage that you... Um, what about a long rest? Um, a long rest is overnight. 
So you heal everything. Yes. Leo, you look wounded. Do you want me to tend to it? Also, um, I, I will say, just out of out of character, um, keep a note of what your current HP is at. Yours is lower than what it currently says because I know you've taken more than... I know, it's not letting me, for some reason, it's not letting me update. Yeah, so what you have to do, it's really, really weird. Um, on the app, you have to, like, scroll it? I think I can show you later. Because so, um, I know I'm currently on 11. I okay, know. I can do that so right now. I'm, I'm on 11 so far. And yeah. Katya, because you just got the 10 HP, so hopefully you're doing a little better now. Oh, I'm nearly back to full HP now. I lean yeah. forward and cast Cure Wounds. Uh, and you heal for 11. Thank you. Okay, make that 22 then. Cool. So now, oh, thank you. Now I'm, that, that, that actually really helps. Now yeah. I'm only... Um, if you can't, like, edit the stuff, um, I can. It's, like, I'm happy to do that. It's just things like uh, bonuses and that sure. that you should be keeping track yeah, of. Yeah, no, so I'm down yeah. to... How many spell slots do you recover after a short rest? Uh, you? None. Oh, yeah, crap. <laughs> <laughs> Only warlocks. Um, but being, you just said off. Oh, I didn't hear what you said, so there we go. Moving on. Um, Moving on. Um, as you all kind of fall to the ground and panting, this was a pretty hard fight. We will. Kodak looks surprisingly alright. <laughs> yeah, Kodak, Kodak seems to have not taken as much damage as everyone else. But we'll end it there for tonight. I'm just gonna like just be caressing my holy symbol. That's where I'm. That's how I'm. And just be. I feel like that's a euphemism for something. Um, And (laughs) on that. (laughs) And we all end there. Good night. (laughs) Yeah. And on that note, we'll catch you next week, guys. Holy symbol that vanished the last imps, you ass. (laughs) Uh, Thanks for tuning in. Uh, It's been a fun session. I've been Ash. I'm your dungeon master. That's a new one. Um, (laughs) I'm Billy, and I've played Kodak. I am Ben. I am Leonard Lawkeeper. And I'm Emily and Katya. Uh, have a good night. You've been listening to Dungeons and Airwaves episode 6. Podcast will be up tomorrow. You're listening to 106.9 Tune FM, the home of UNE's student powered radio. As always, have yourselves a lovely night and a wonderful week ahead. Cane. I got a black cat on a golden chain. I got a white shirt with a bloody stain. Going to the river of love. She got long hair and big brown eyes. She belonged there. It was no surprise. Nothing wrong there. She made me realize. We're going to the river of love. We're going down to the river of love. Depravity. I got waylaid by all the gravity till we went down to the river of love. She is an angel. Her name is Tiffany. She kind of strange though, but my epiphany. I wouldn't change yo, cause she's a gift to me. And she leads me to the river of love. We going down to the river of love. Just done.